Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. Here we go, Monday Scrum, Adam Peacock with Brent Reid and James Graham who uh, did the road trip yesterday and looking sprightly enough sprightly. after the road trip back. Not feeling sprightly. How are you feeling, Jim? <laughs> uh, look, I felt better. <laughs> Jimmy was a backseat bandit on the bus. You know, the yeah, bloke sits the back. birthday, and I know yeah. he didn't want to bring it up, and I don't like oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it. It was a, it was a fun, yeah. fun, um, fun meal that we had. Yeah, the, the time. Meal, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy ordered, took took ownership. Ordered, oh, it, ordered was, it was imposed upon me, so yeah. I, yeah. I felt like I I did okay with my food selection. Lots of positive feedback. Um, <laughs> Hoops ordered the drinks though. Yeah. Which is always dangerous. Um, Jeez. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, honestly, some of the conversations that were yeah. had at the dinner table, yeah, on the drive back. Anyone surprise you with what's it rattling around in their brains? Oh, it's a motley crew. Mm. <laughs> when, they, when you're with that crew, nothing surprises you, I don't mm. think. Yeah. Mm. Ganane with his theories is interesting sometimes. Dan Ganane's a very interesting person. Yeah. Very he's, interesting. He's, he's, got, he's got opinions that he doesn't hold back. So that's why he's an interesting guy to be around. Anyway, we're going to talk about the footy and what's ahead this week, what happened on the weekend as well, without dwelling too much about the ins and outs. Um, and Ricky Stewart said at the end of his press conference after Canberra's uh, heroic near win in Newcastle that he didn't want it to be the headline act of a game and it shouldn't overshadow the game of footy that we've just witnessed. So we're going to start the show today with Jack White's <laughs> mind. <laughs> but all seriousness, guys, what, what do you reckon is going to happen with Jack? He'll go straight to judiciary. Yeah, he's uh, been I'm, referred straight. I, to I imagine. Yeah. Um, and look, you know, obviously for me, it's kind of awkward. I've been involved in that in that type of situation before. Um, and yeah, look, it, it's going to be really, really interesting to see uh, what happens over the course of the next what twenty four to. Well, I think they're trying to get hours. the hearing pushed back to Wednesday, Jimmy. Mm. Obviously, because Jack's probably for sobriety celebrating yes. the end mm. of the season. Um, so they, I think they're trying to get a pushback to Wednesday. They're trying to get Nick Abar, who's the judiciary whisperer, is involved he, here. Well, the, is he a KC? Is he? Uh, what's KC? That's the King's old QC. King's Council. Oh, Kings okay. Council. No, yeah. I don't think he is. No, he, he's not. He goes pretty level. good. Yeah. Well, he used to go pretty good. I think his strike rate of late hasn't been great. But oh, no, really? No one wins at the judiciary anymore. You just don't win. And Jack, um, you know. Um, <laughs> So the NRL reached out to Newcastle this morning about Tyson Gamble to see whether he'd give evidence or a statement. Have Canberra reached out to him as well? Mm, I don't think they have. But, I mean, Jack Tyson was pretty clear after the game yesterday. He didn't want to go on with it, wanted to be left on the field. He's got a game to prepare you went for. straight for him, didn't you? I did, yeah. Beeline for him, yeah. <laughs> went for Jack as well. He brushed me. Oh, twice, well, actually. Enough. He brushed me twice. I went in twice. Uh, once on, once with the cans on, once without. Um but they went. To, they've asked. They've let, notified Newcastle. They'd like a statement from Tyson Gamble. Uh, I think the response has been: Look, he doesn't really want to go on with it. He's got a big game to prepare for this week. Um, and if he gave evidence, he would then have to make himself available, I believe, for cross examination on mm. Wednesday night. You know, it's probably the last thing he needs heading into a, a big game across no. the Tasman. So you know, he, they won't. He, I'd be stunned if he provides any evidence at all. And then it just comes down to the video footage, which was pretty compelling and. Um, yeah, you know, the referee's report. Mm. Well, well, Jack's argument was that the that the arm was uh, in his in his mouth, wasn't it? Mm. And that it, it was forcible. So, well, the key the key to the whole case is whether or not 
they can pick apart and have the good enough vision to see if Jack's mouth goes down onto the arm or the arm comes up onto the... Mm. The bite marks as well, obviously. I'm not sure they... Sometimes they get photos of that stuff, but I don't don't think they would have... Gordy Tallis, who was weekend. in this very studio earlier today with Footy Talk, was saying that there's two different ways that you can look at it. it it's like, no, he was actually... Well, saying, no, this happened last mm, night because yeah, Gordy he was, was showing He was doing that as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay, he was yeah, biting his dinner. arm yeah. and then shoving his arm While in his mouth. While waiting for the spring rolls to come yeah. out, he was... Okay. He was, yeah. I'll tell you what, he's pretty... Um, again, it was pretty compelling as well because he did shove his arm in his own mouth. and uh, <laughs> He's done it for yeah, the last 24 hours. some teeth marks. He's going to do it on 360 so tonight to Buzz maybe Rothfield. That's, maybe that's what um, Jack should do in the hearing. He should just yeah. open his mouth up and shove mm. his own arm in there or get maybe the prosecutor and say, give me your arm. Yeah. Or get <laughs> shove it in his mouth and say, look, that left a mark. Mm. I don't but, know. But look, again, like it, it has dominated the, the headlines and yeah. it, it was a real turning point in the game as well. Um, it, you felt it, that at the ground? Did oh, it? mate, you, you could see at Newcastle, it, it, it sparked them into life. Mm. It, it really did, really, I'm sure. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, Canberra were dominating that the first half. Second half, the sort of first mm. 10 minutes was a bit back and forth, and Newcastle were a little bit clunky, um, could, still couldn't quite get into sync, and then that was the incident that you know really sparked them into life and, and brought them back into the game, and then... Like it was a, it was an unreal game. Like it was so, yeah. it was so entertaining. It was brilliant. It brought the crowd back into the game too in that second mm. half because Penrith Cam, Camera had been on on top in that first half. It was pretty clear. And even even the opening five, ten minutes after half, when, when, I can't remember what minute it happened in the instant, but the five or ten minutes after half time, the, the Camera was still still sort of on top in that game. You could st- still feel you could feel that the crowd weren't really into it. But the minute that happened. They just went nuts. Yeah. And then they scored not long after that yeah. memory. Well, they and went th- pop, 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 yeah. didn't they? And then, mm. then the crowd was right back into it. Mm. But um yeah, it was a hu- it was a huge moment in the game. Huge moment. So Newcastle, it's weird. Okay, you you look back on it and you go, Okay, they they've they've had that catalyst for a turnaround getting the crowd involved. But overall, Jimmy, their their performance, how far removed from the great run that they've been on was that type of performance and was the occasion the reason for it? Look, it, it's a difficult one because they've had some big games there anyway. Mm. Um, you know, the the game against South, the game against the Sharks, they're, they're two big games mm. um, and, and they performed really well. They were up to the test that time. But, but I think, you know, th- this time around, uh, they'll be better for the run against the Warriors because of they've they've gone through this experience now of knowing what finals is about and knowing they 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 for them going into I felt there was they un, they underrated the Raiders yep. um a little bit of disrespect there perhaps mm. about um you know the, I think they just thought well maybe not disrespect the Raiders it was just we just need to turn up and win mm. but it wasn't about applying their processes it was just we're just going to win here they. And uh, then they lose Jackson Hastings, um, and even to start the game, it was a a copy and paste of of what we've seen. Kalen Ponga and Greg Marsh, you grab them best combination. Hmm. It was. I think they just thought, oh, we're, right, we're just more of the same. A false but, sense of security. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Raiders fought their way back into it. They got bullied uh, a bit, didn't you think, Jimmy? Canberra a lot more physical. Yeah. It, it it looked like it meant more to Canberra yes. than what it did for Newcastle. That's what it looked like in 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 the first half, and um, I think it's a 
a good reminder, a shake-up of reality for, mm. for Newcastle going over across the Tasman. And, and they, they, got, they dodged it. In, in my opinion, you know, uh, Jamal Fogarty, the, the field goal at the base of the scrum... I think that that that's the chance. Mm. Stand further back. That, that, I that, heard you in that, the call. So that, stay, that's, stay. that's the chance. Was that was Tyson? Was it Tyson? Tyson Gamble, Gamble from the base. Great yeah. play from Gamble. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. outstanding awareness from him. But you know, I think Fogarty had really liked that moment back, and then so even, with the Canberra front row, by the way, James. Yes, to hold him in, to block him. Yeah, there's no right. reason why they can't just stand up and say, "You go around us, not through us." Yeah. Well, well, even with. Um, Canberra's field goal set up. I think we spoke about it in the commentary about having that second kicker. So Fogarty had a had a an attempt at a field goal in mm. uh, in regular time, but there was no second option for him. To you know, we see it so many times where, yep, player catches it. He looks like he's the target, and then he'll switch it back um, across the rook to to somebody else to take it. Fully they, on his they, left, they're, yeah. no, they're under no pressure. Yeah, I think if Canberra had their time again. They'd employ those tactics, especially. Uh, and but look, it, it's it was chaos, chaos out there, like absolute yeah. chaos. Like you know, we're here, you know, twenty hours post game, mm. like discussing what we do under yeah. no pressure. Like the, the, it, was, it was, it was, yeah. it was chaotic. It was emotional occasion. Do or die. Like I get why they perhaps weren't as cognitively aware. Ready? Did you see Ricky after the game? And you, I didn't because uh, I had to get on the bus. Oh, Adam, so yeah, I had to the leave. Cuss bus. Yeah, he but didn't um, see. you know, I, I thought I would have thought Ricky would have been really proud of the way they played. Actually, he said it about eight times in his press yeah, conference. Okay. Yeah, um, and and deservedly so because you know they had so many players missing as well. You know, mm. but when you consider they went into a um, enemy, enemy tre- territory, seething crowd of I think it was twenty nine thousand. No one, and he's right, no one expected them to win. We all thought they'd get um, smashed, to be honest. Um, and then to play the way they didn't almost snatch it. I mean, I sent, actually sent Don Ferner a text last night, late last night, and said, you know, you should be really proud of the way your guys play today because, mm. of, you know, that was immense the way they the way they performed. Um, and, you know, they got something to work with. I know they'll lose Jack White next season, but, you know, they're, they're in the market at the moment. Um, and some of the kids have got an opportunity at the end of this year because they had so many problems. They're going to be better for it next year. Mm. Uh, young Tomoko's a gun. The mm. centers, um, you know, I think I think th- things are looking up. People think after Jack goes, it's all may all fall apart, and they actually think things are looking pretty promising for for Canberra. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And again, just looking back to, to that game in, in three minutes, they use uh, they lose uh, Puru to a HIA yeah. like. It was a tough ask, and and for them to play ninety minutes when they were down to sixteen players, mm. you know, already missing Horsbra and Papalihi in the middle of the field, it was a gutsy effort. Like, no- and then Tarpanay, I heard you guys. Like, it was a it was a hard hard no, call. Stay down, stay down, yeah. get the pen. It's the right. Well, call. He, 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 he did his he did his job. Yeah, yeah. He he, he did his job, and that, and that was to give. Uh, give our teammates a chance to win the game here. Do you know what I would have done if I was Canberra, though? Just these little things? Delayed the hell out of the restarts, like in between. Yeah. Yeah, like given another two minutes. Mm. The ref like, won't know, going in half time of the yeah, five in re- minutes. In real time. Another minute. Because yeah, it's a real time. It's a stopwatch, isn't it? That's clever, yeah. Mm. But didn't think of that. Anyway, it's, it's hard. again, like yeah, it, clarity yeah. at the moment. Mm. Yeah. But but Tarpany stayed down and gave his team an opportunity yeah. to. Um, 
to 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 win the game and and even you know so much to 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 talk about from that game so many incidents obviously dominated by by the white and uh, biting allegations but then i i think what was really um positive it was an offside decision a penalty in front of the sticks mm. but it was the correct call yeah. and well, well done to the match officials for for recognizing that and uh, it's difficult to blow those type of penalties in that situation. We thought they got that one right. Not the biggest fan of the rule, though. Because if Callan hangs onto the ball, well, it's a six again. Oh, okay. I, yeah. yeah, but I, th- I think I mean, there's been a there's been a couple of those where uh, the, 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 the with this six again rule coming in, it's taken away the the penalty. Obviously, takes away the penalty, but the referee's got discretion there, and obviously, you want. You want the penalty, but but I, but yeah. I just wonder whether even I, I would have loved to have seen what would have happened had uh, Kalen Pong had kept hold of that ball, whether or not he would have gone. No, actually, I'm going to I'm going to award the penalty because there's been a few actually. The the Roosters Sharks game, uh, a six again was given to one of the teams coming out of their own end, mm. like mm. on the on about the thirty meter mark, mm. which is a penalty, which obviously then gained you yeah. the advantage of kicking the ball down the field. Yeah. So. Look, it, it's it's a hard task. They're not going to get everything right, match officials. But on, on that particular well, incident, he, I thought Ashley Klein followed the letter of the law. I'm just getting to the point where one day will you see, say, Kalen sees the six again ping. He just drops it on purpose, drops the ball in front of him, and goes, "Well, well at the pen, thanks." Well, yeah, well, he'd be within his rights to do that. Yeah. I'd suggest if if it, if it was that obvious, mm. the ref's probably not going to give it. He'd probably play a knock on or something, yeah. wouldn't he? Yeah. If he did something like that and deliberately, can you del- deliberately? Lose the ball forward. There's probably yeah. what's deliberate. Really the game. About you just trip over like, yourself and drop the ball and yeah, look like an idiot and then yeah. look up and go, "Oh no, it wasn't six again." He was just scratching his armpit. Right. There's so much going on in that mm. game that for the referee to pick that up, get it right, be cool. Um, like it was, you know, it if was he gets it wrong. Mm. We're talking about him today. It was correct as much yeah. as Jack White, and so um, yeah, he got he, he did really well in that situation. Now they go to New Zealand, and the script sort of flipped, isn't it? They're the hundred percent. The mortal enemies going over there, and they're going to have to deal with all that crowd giving it to them. And they've been very vocal over there. I mean, they're going to, that's going to be a full house at Mount Smart. Yeah, so it's a what is it? A six pm local kickoff. Yeah, four o'clock four here. Four o'clock here. So they, yep. all right, would they want it a bit later? There was even talk a couple of weeks ago that oh no, they're going to have to kick off at ten pm <laughs> over there for yeah. TV over here. But thankfully, that's been avoided. Oh, it's perfect for Channel Nine. Runs right into the news. We'll all be watching Fox, of course, but. You know. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All listening to Triple M. But for the gibbers who are watching nine, they can... <laughs> <laughs> not on the footy show anymore, are no, you? Ready? I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free, baby. I'm, in, I'm independent three, again. Three months ago, you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> no way. No chance. Hey, Roosters, Cronulla. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. But not, I don't reckon, incredible. Because I could see, Jimmy, I don't know what you think, 20 minutes into that second half, even though it was all going to pot, at the back for the Roosters, Tedesco binned, Manu off, Suali'i was already gone. It was almost the case of if Billy Smith doesn't like just say that he's negative, so you could get, activate Corey Allen to get him on, to get a body at the back there, but they, they survived it. But I just thought the way that they were going straight through the middle of Cronulla when they had the ball, the Roosters, had them primed for a, for a victory like that. I don't know what it is about the joint in the last six weeks, and I keep on bringing up your little mate, Brandon. <laughs> But he was fantastic. He was enormous. Again, but, Lindsay Collins, enormous. Yeah. The whole pack for the Roosters, enormous. Some big moments as well from uh, their leaders, the, the charge down from Tedesco, the charge down from Kiri. Kiri, yeah. Um, and Walk- they were on side as well. I yeah. looked at it. Walker's 
ace veins to nail the field goal. Um, but look, for, from a Sharks point of view, um, they blew a massive chance. They blew it. Mm. Like, and they'll know that. There was one in like, the second half. I'm worried half. about them, Jimmy. I'm worried like, about the Sharks. I, th- I, just... I don't think they're going to get a, a better opportunity. That, and, and they will you know, go on to win finals games, you, you'd assume, in the future. But the, the, in recent times, they're not going to get a better opportunity to beat the Roosters in, in knockout football than what they had on, on the weekend. There's something missing there, though. In big games of the past two years, they haven't aimed up. And I, I think I was talking to you about it on the weekend. I, I reckon in big games... Big players stand up, and they haven't had anyone stand up in the past two years in the big in the big games. So I'm wondering whether that's what they lack. They Ma- lack as much as good as Nico is. Yeah, right. He hasn't really owned it on the big stage. Well, there was one incident in that second half where I felt for him because they had it all set up. They had to play the ball about oh, five or six meters to the right hand side of the post. Nico was calling for. It. He's clapping his hands. He's going yes, yes, yes. And they went blindside and it was on the fourth. Mm. And this was in when the Roosters had lost all their bodies on the right side of their defense. So Nico had had a play lined up for about three tackles and they went the other way. I just wonder how, I forget who was at dummy half, but how the dummy half and the rest of the leaders in the team don't recognize that Nico is Nico the man needs the ball. who has to yeah. have the ball there. Yeah. They froze in the moment. Or does Nico need to be more? I don't know what more he could have done. Yeah. He was squealing demanding. for it. <laughs> I don't know, but like Matty Johns has got a theory about, he said it on his show last night about Cronulla is that they play a final like they go through the process of a regular season game. They actually don't elevate their intensity. I don't know if you've noticed that, Jimmy, or is it something else? It is, a, is it a personnel thing that they need a couple of other things sprinkled on top there to, to make them better in the bigger, bigger games? Look, it, it, it's an interesting one that about rising to the occasion because of I can't remember one of the um, listening to a, a, a you know a very successful coach from uh, another um, sport. I, mm. The name escapes me, but they described uh, big games as we need. Uh, actually, no, it was a psychologist. He, he'd worked with a number of the teams, and he said we want um, a regular performance on a special day. Mm. The only thing that changes is the day. Our performance stays the same to what to what we've done all year, and that's kind of how like Penrith approach their games. Mm. Like it's a regular performance, but the day is special. But not put in fast forward a little bit, the intensity ratchet up a bit. Or do you see that week in week I out from Penrith? See that week in week out. With Maybe Penrith. they don't. I'm not sure. Cronulla have got another level, a level, another level. Maybe they've had it for the past two years. I don't think. I don't think there's another level in that. But there's team. not another gears in them. No, there's no, there's no other gears. Yeah, no. I know. It, it's a, it's a. Difficult one, I guess. Again, I just yeah, you could look to to other personnel, but they're they're in a bit of a a, a tricky spot. I think they've we, we spoke about it on the on the show yesterday. They've got some big decisions to make if they want to in in terms of their roster. Like the, the mm. they've got good depth, but they've got a lot of the same ish style of players. Mm. Um, and whether or not they need to look to sacrifice in that department. Mm. Or in the department where they, they they've got more of the same, and bring in that genuine X factor. Like so, Jerome Luai came up on the show yesterday, and obviously he's a free agent um, for season twenty twenty five. Yeah, you know I think that the Sharks would be one of the teams that you know would look 
Geez, him and Nico would be a good combo. I, yeah. I, I wonder yeah. if you looked at their spine and compared it with all the other teams that are left in this comp right now, they're, they're the distant seventh. Look at the, the spines of all those other teams. And as I said, big fan of Nico. I think he's a really good footballer. But And I really like Blake Braley. I think Blake, Blake Braley could play rep footy down the track. But if you compare, the, stack that spine up against Melbourne, stack it up against Penrith, stack it up against Brisbane. It's behind, it's behind it's on that It's behind all of them. Stack yeah. it up, even and the they're white. still all quite, like really, really good footballers. Yes. Like Tr- Tracy, Trindle, yeah. Kennedy. But they're not in that as high echelon no. as, as it's some of It just likes that yeah. little bit of wow factor about it. Mm. A little bit of superstardom. <clears throat> well, the Roosters have it. Yeah, the Roosters. Because their big players stood up. And yep. it's, isn't it weird, three months ago, certainly not from, I don't think, people behind these microphones, but there was murmurs about James Tedesco mm. and where he's at. And, oh, did the Roosters actually move him to accommodate Joey Manu at the back? Well, far out. Anyone who says that now, just give them the five-minute highlight tape of Tedesco on Saturday <laughs> night and just go, <laughs> you kidding me? you kidding me? The thing that's really hard to line up, though, this week is Newcastle going over to the Warriors, who got tapped up by Penrith, and Melbourne, who copped it from Brisbane, trying to line up them against an underman Roosters, but a Roosters team full of confidence, even though they're missing some key personnel. I don't know what the hell to think of it, Jimmy. Well, it- it, it it's really interesting on so but both semi-finals this weekend you've got two of the team w- w- one team on each side of that that were battered and bruised in mm. a like a grueling encounter but came out by one point and the other two their opposition they were battered but the scores ran away mm. so and they they're very different perspectives to go into um so Although the, the the storm, um, and the warriors were defeated heavily, that doesn't take as much as a as a physical toll on you as what. So you can um, bounce back quickly mentally yeah, in this situation. You're you're a little fresher. Yeah. Um, you, you you have to look to move on. I think l- looking at the storm particularly, um, the Pappenhausen blow was horrendous, but that had the potential to completely take the wind out of the sails of, of the Melbourne Storm, if that news is as bad as what we thought it was going to be. It's mm. been positive news. I think that lifts the energy in the in the group. I really do. I, I, I'd be worried about the Storm had Pappenhausen got the um, the, the fears were confirmed, but, mm. it, but it's not been that way, and that can lift the spirits of an organisation. Mm. And it also had the potential to completely deflate them. So uh, the Storm will be, will be happy with that. And, Yes, Brisbane were all over them, but they can't play that bad again, no. surely. No, no you way. wouldn't imagine. It. Yeah, Grant, no. Grant, Munster, Hughes, they, they can't no. be as uninvolved as yeah. what they were. Mm. Yeah. Have you spoken to your man, Pappy? He's no, your I man. no, I haven't spoken to him. No, no, no. no, I haven't. I've tried. I've, I've, well, yeah. not, I've reached guy. out to him directly because I'm sure he's getting inundated by text messages. But um, Has he had surgery? He's had the surgery, yeah. Look, I mean, as, as Jimmy said, it's a lot more positive than what they thought it would be when it first happened. Um, he should be right to start um, training in the, in the new year with the rest of the team. Um, so he'll do pre-season training. Um, you know, he, he broke, he fractured the fibula, which is the better bone to break because it's not the weight-bearing bone. Um, and he damaged uh, damaged a ligament, but you know, really positive signs for him. And um, yeah, it was a bit of a heartbreaking moment, I reckon, for everyone in the game. Well, everyone in sport really watches sport or enjoys sport to to watch it happen. But to to hear he's got some positive news out of it, 
um, yeah, that's that's all you can hope for, really. What happens with that as well? Because obviously you got your preferred surgeons, and he's done it away from home. I think back? they call him. A, I think no, I think they call him a specialist up in Brisbane to up do in it. Brizzy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's quite renowned. I think the Broncos got involved and and they brought him oh, in to, get, to do the surgery. So um, I'm not sure he's even home yet. Actually, um, still up there. I'm not sure, but um, you know. He's, he's yeah, you feared the worst when the green whistle came out straight oh, away. Man. It's like, oh no, it was terrible. And 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 look, I think he feared the worst. Well, I know from talking to people who are in the sheds with him, he fe- he felt like he was actually apologising to the Melbourne people, saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and you know they were so mate. <laughs> you know, well, it, for me, the the scenes of him on the stretcher in tears. Yeah, it's like, and obviously the the green whistle sort of normally calms people down, but yeah. he was. He wasn't crying tears of pain. Yeah. It was tears yeah. of devastation. Yeah. Like that's, it's hard to look at a man that's crying, that's gone through, you know, injuries and, you know, sport. I say this all the time, but mm. rugby league, it's a made up game with made up rules, but it can make grown men cry because they can't have the, or they think they can't play it anymore because, mm. of, because of an, because of an injury. It's, Jimmy's right that you watch that game, you think, oh, I'd love to be playing Melbourne next week after that, just because of everything that happened, the way they played, how bad they were, the emotion around Paps. But then the Roosters go out and play their game. They lose Manu, they lose Swalihi. And suddenly I'm thinking, Melbourne are probably watching that game going, geez, I'm glad we're playing the Roosters now. Mm. So is he cat, Was he cat one, was he? Swalihi? Swalihi, yeah, he got ruled out Definitely. at halftime. Yeah. And he's had a previous concussion in so, the past three months, whatever, so he cannot apply for an exemption. Got to give a massive... Um, Congratulations to the Roosters on how they handled that situation. Uh, very easy to brush that one under the carpet. Yeah, very easy. Because yeah, it was so a half time. That was a a club a, a, a club's uh, imposed HIA, not um, independent doctor. Mm. And a club can fall into the trap of leaving it to the independent doctor. But a trainer witnessed it. Witnessed it. Did a test on him at half time in which he failed. Mm. And that for me is a club going above and beyond. So I know things are in the news at the moment around management of concussion protocols, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But the, the, the culture change, the culture is changing. There, there is a shift and, and that speaks volumes to it because in, in years gone by, that, that ain't happening. Yeah. His teammates aren't accepting that. His coach isn't accepting that. Mm. Mate, you carry on. Mm. It's changed. It's changed for the good. Yeah. Big call. Massive call. Um, the footy, the, the two playmakers, the two, Friggin' maestro conductors on the weekend, Cleary and Reynolds. So Cleary, <laughs> seriously, like, yeah, they're both playing behind a pack which is going forward at a bazillion miles an hour and controlling the ruck so well. But it's it's one thing to get the opportunity, but it's another thing to actually take it time in, time out. The way Cleary is able to time his passing to whatever else is going on outside of him and, like, the right amount of steps, two steps instead of three. You see it sometimes. The playmaker only needs one boot as well. What's that? He only needs yeah, the one exactly. boot. Yeah. Exactly. It's just remarkable. And Adam Reynolds is is making everything look like it's in slow motion as well. When he's got the the ball in his his hands at the important time, they've set themselves up. Can you see anything but a Brisbane Penrith grand final at the moment, Jimmy? Um, I I can't, but but I really hope for everyone's sake that's the final we get. Mm. After that, another that, two weeks of good footy, <laughs> of yeah, course. of course. But that—that's the final we need. Yeah, like the two best teams going up against each other. I, I think if either of those sides don't make it, that it's heavily weighted for the yeah, other. Yeah. I, but with with these two, that that's that's 
genuine excitement for every single NRL fan out there. Like mm-hmm. I know last year the the the, the Panthers uh, played Power and Power had a bit of hope, but the game was done within twenty minutes, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- this game, oh, my, I, I'm gen. I hope both teams can stay fit. I hope both teams play the final. It's hard to look past, but oh my goodness me, it'll be a cracker. Mm. Yeah. They beach in different ways, don't they, Clearing mm. Reynolds? Like Reynolds is more death by a thousand cut, cuts. He sort of does, it's those subtle plays that he comes up with, the dropouts. And I mean, that dropout he came up with on, Incredible. on Friday night just changed the momentum of that game. He's just. Um, chase back as well. Try, yeah. try save. He's just a master. He's mastered his craft. Well, Nathan. Um, he's already so good at it, but I mean, he's still learning, getting better and getting better at, you know, every week. So, um, different sort of players, but man, they're both playing. So Reynolds has been such an inspired signing for that footy club. Mm. Um, you know, he's changed them completely, transformed them. He's the right guy at the right time in that club's history. You know, they had all those young blokes who just needed a leader and a guy to show them how to play. And he arrived at exactly the right time for that footy club. Mm. Um, and Jimmy's right. I mean, I, I I just can't see anyone else playing in the grand final the way they're going. At the moment. At the moment. We've seen some monumental boilovers in prelim finals. Well, they would have to previously. be monumental boilovers because yeah. they're going to smash each other this week, those or those four sides, mm. and Penrith and Brisbane are going to be waiting there. Um, potentially Penrith get Luai back, potentially. Um, they're just going to be waiting, watching, and hoping they, they do smash each other, the smithereens. Are the Warriors getting Sean Johnson back? I would think so. I mean, I, th- you know, I think you, I'm, I'm not sure how close he was last week, but I would, I would have thought he comes back this week. Mm. Um, and yeah, they need him badly. Yeah. Badly. He's their version of Reynolds and Cleary, right? This mm. season. So probably going to win the Delhi M. Um, and they're a different team when he plays. So, you know, it's the last throw of the dice now. Now they've just got to put him in there. Yeah, for both these sides. So if you don't know the schedule, it's Friday night, Storm Roosters, Saturday, Arvo, Warriors, Knights. That's because of the time difference. So it's a 4 p.m. kickoff, Sydney time, Brisbane time, Melbourne time as well for uh, Warriors and Knights. So there's no Saturday night footy. And then the week after, I think it's the Friday night, Penrith are hosting the prelim final um, at a venue TBA against the winner of Melbourne Storm and the Roosters. And Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium on Saturday night against the winner of the Warriors and the Knights. Um, have we got a fill-in for the TBA yet, Reedy, or are you saving that for mail? No, no. Uh, Don't well, mail? it depends on the result on um, okay. of the Melbourne Roosters game. So that must I, I can only assume that means Allianz Stadium's in play, and if yep. the Roosters win, they won't want to play the game. The, um, Penrith won't want to play the game at Allianz. So I imagine that's that's what... That's what's at play. Shark Park available, just in case I want right. to play it down there. Can <laughs> you never play another finals game there, please? Yeah. Ever? Why? Oh, Jimmy. 30, what do we have there? 12,500 yeah, or something? 12, Embarrassing. Yeah. Don't, mate, I'm in Dobbo. <laughs> don't start me. <laughs> we should repeat what Dobbo was saying about the Shire. Can we oh, have... mate, there's everybody. <laughs> well, he's from Mossman. Dobbo. Lots of, yeah, so, of course. And if you don't know Mossman. Not a lot of, like, look, from where I come from, I, I like the Shire, it's paradise. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I genuinely. You've never been in Northern Beaches? I, I have, no, but I don't live there. I couldn't afford to live there. Um, <laughs> I don't want to live there with the snobs. One of oh, Des's houses oh, you could live in. Oh, oh, Ivan's so pretentious. Ivan's got a few. 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 Ivan's got a few.
I'm in the shower. I'm like, this is like a pinch myself. Wow, like this is where I live now. Oh my, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and then have these other other areas of Sydney side has come down. Oh, it's so far. Oh, it's a long way. Like, it is a long way. Yeah, That's is. the beauty of it. Though. It's not if you live there. <laughs> That's true. But you can't be having finals with twelve thousand people at no, them anymore. Embarrassing. Surely. Yeah. Let's not go over that one. Come on. No. These. The rules. The, the, they they the, are the rules. You, you, we, knew rules that we knew Jimmy. this. Bad rules. Well, okay, but what, like, why are we talking about it now? We knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It's a good point. I'm with you. Like we knew yeah. it was going to happen. Rectify yeah. the rule before sometimes the season. Yeah, I, got, sometimes things have got to hap- happen for people to realize how stupid they are. But it happened last is. year. It happened last year as well. <laughs> the Sharks had two ga- games. <laughs> at, did they have two? No, or they one? Had two. Yeah, the first, yeah, yeah, they had the first one against the yeah. Cowboys at Shark Park. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're waiting. Right. So Penrith's venue is dependent on the result of that game. That on game Friday on Friday night. night, yeah. They can't Storm play Roosters. at their home ground, though, can they? The Panthers. It has no. to be at one of the yeah, biggest. Yeah, no, one stadiums. of the bigger grounds. Yeah. Won't be at yeah week two of the finals onwards. You're not in suburban grounds. Put yeah. it that way. You're in bigger stadia. Yeah. At bigger, what point? Bigger than twelve and a half thousand. At what point does a suburban ground become big enough? Become big enough. Well, I'd mm-hmm. say thirty thousand is the threshold. So Newcastle would still host. If it was theirs, but twenty thousand Cowboys still ho- Cowboys still host if they have a prelim. They got thirty. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Got a quick take. Quick take, uh, Jimmy, on Storm Roosters Warriors Knights. We have discussed it a little bit, I'm but not, I mean, mate. I'm gonna oh. go um Roosters Knights. Ooh, wow. Okay. Two away teams. So you think the bounce back ability Sorry. of Melbourne and Ro- Warriors are bounce not there? I'm going to bounce back ability. I'm going to flip Great that. Word. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Storm Knights. Sorry, I'm going to go Storm Knights. I would reconsider mm. uh, Storm Knights. Yeah, my apologies. Okay, I have got Roosters Warriors. So <laughs> total opposite. I'm with Jimmy Storm Knights. <laughs> uh, Storm Knights for me too. Okay. Yeah. I think oh, the Storm is special. Happy to both take you both on with any <laughs> investment. And I reckon Kalen will get the Knights over the line. Mm, me too. He's singing. Can I put an asterisk next to my tip? No. Sean Johnson dependent? No. No asterisk. He's got to play. No asterisk. Well, Cameron George did say on Triple M on Saturday Arvo that if if this was all on the line today, he would have played today. So I'd only imagine another week. Yeah, he'd be fine. Well, it is all on the line. Yeah. Next week. He'll be right. No point in saving him. No, no. point in saving him. No. Um, WTF moment of the week. Here we go. Now. What the WTF moment. Guys, do you watch Hard Knocks? Yes, love it. No. So it's NFL preseason. They do really well with it. They, Great they, show. They put a whole heap of cameras embedded with an NFL team in the preseason only, right up until the start of the season. This season is New York Jets. Have you seen it? Yeah, what's the first four episodes? Yeah, so five just lobbed last night. Oh, I watched it last night. Watch it tonight. I won't spoil it for yeah, you. Don't spoil it. Aaron Rodgers, 39-year-old quarterback, legend of NFL football. You've heard of him, yeah. Jimmy? Yeah, heard of him? I wasn't sure if you were across yeah, the NFL. You, 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 you're your fantasy man, so you yeah. know exactly who he is. He, <laughs> halfway through, he brought up the time. He met an old friend at the training ground. He goes, oh, this is my buddy from back in Cal and everything like that. We once saw a UFO together. <laughs> no. <laughs> he went really? through for two minutes. Have a look at Hard Knocks. It's on. It's on Ko. You should watch it through ESPN. <laughs> you know what? I'm a look. There's a lot of sporting docos out there at the moment. Mm. I, I don't have the time. Yeah, <laughs> I genuinely don't know how well, people watch so much TV. October, <laughs> November, 
when you get to it, when you've got your downtime, if you do have downtime during I off season. Get out and do stuff. And get out and do stuff. Yeah, like have a look at this. It's, it's pretty ah. good. But a UFO. Yeah, he just like and point blank, he spoke about it for three minutes, and he really? told the whole story of the fighter jets chased it away, and you all just these said things. you wouldn't spoil like, the fifth episode for me. You just give, give me three minutes of it. Oh, was this in the fifth episode? I thought it was in the fourth. No, I haven't seen that bit yet. Okay, it's in the fifth episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fast Sorry, forward through that bit. <laughs> no, have a look at it. And t- yeah, well, tell me yeah, what you think it, next yeah, week, yeah, Randy. Yeah. Have you got a WTF moment of the week? Yeah, I'm going to go with Val Holmes. Oh, it was just salt for his tequila. <laughs> Surely. I went up to Newcastle on where it was. Look on the phone, Twitter starts going off about Val Holmes. This and is I'm good. just thinking, Val, what's, what's doing, buddy? Oh, dear. Anyway, so, well, I might, I might do a bit of mail on that. But, I mean, obviously, um, yeah, that's... that's Save a, it for mail. Yeah. yeah. Have you got one, They caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, Any birthday presents to which were WTF or anything? No. Like um, what did you get for your birthday, Jimmy? Uh, what did I get? Apart from a few beers. Yesterday was the, a uh, lot. Can I just bus. point out that yesterday was a really long day for James Graham and the Triple M crew because they had a yeah. road trip and a dinner and a road trip back. And I don't think it was a sober bus, if you know what uh, I mean. Actually, I got a really good book I'm looking forward to reading. Oh, cool. Um, by Peter Atia. Uh The but, Science to Behind Longevity. Longevity in life. Uh, yeah. To Full stop. Increase. You told me about, uh, you increase, told me about that book yeah. on the bus. Yeah, increase yeah. lifespan um, <laughs> and health. Sorry, increase. How to increase health span? Oh. I, your, your lifespan, like past the health average. No, how to increase increase your health span? What's well, lifespan, or, isn't it? No, there's yeah. a difference between lifespan and health span. What's the difference? <laughs> Are you, well, your lifespan is yeah. your like years or days or time on earth. Your health yeah. span is how like, healthy you are. Healthy you are for as long as possible. Yeah, because okay. obviously, okay, yeah. I'm with that. I don't want a long lifespan. I don't want to get to 100 uh, years old and be able to not even walk down the hallway. Well, that's it. You want I'd rather to increase, go at so, 90 or so 85. Want, so you want to increase your health span. Yeah. Yes. That's Quality, what you not do. quantity, James. That's what I want now. You want life. to increase your health span. Okay. Yeah. And that's what this book is about. Well, I'm going to get the name of the book and I'm going to write it down and I'm going to go and get the book. There you go. And hopefully someone can get it for me. What else do they get? Uh, got some barbecue like tools. Oh, good. Oh, Luke Brooks like present. Bit sexist, that, isn't it? Barbecue tools. I think that like, you're in the barbecue. Like it's a present. Uh, what about some tongs for the kitchen? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, imagine if like I got my missus uh, some like cleaning material. Yeah. Like, did you get like an apron? One of those aprons with a funny mm, saying on the front or something? Not an apron. A guy. mop. Have you got yeah. an apron? Do you, have bar- yeah. do you barbecue in an ap- um, apron? No. No. Okay. No. Normally shirt off. Shirt off. Okay. Well, that's right. smart. Yeah. Otherwise, normally you just ruined your shirt. Yeah. It stinks hmm. um, of barbecue. Um, so it doesn't stink. It smells kind of nice, but you know, I don't want to ruin my shirt. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, you could wear an older shirt when you do it. It's a lot, of cha- a lot of change. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of work. He just wants to get his rig out. That's fair enough. He goes to the gym. He's doing that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's an extra shirt change, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But then I go upstairs. Got to get the shirt. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay. Have you got a WTF moment, by the way? Uh, yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, n- enough about birthdays. I'm sure Owen will uh, edit that out. Anyway, uh, the. Spanish FA president uh, at the... Luis Ribales. Yes, mm. the, the kiss. Finally mm. uh, has resigned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as if it took that long. Like, come on. So the final like, was we, we, on... knew, we knew it was going to happen. Like, <laughs> as if... You, what, what, how long has he pissed around for? Like, three weeks? Three mm. weeks since the final. I'm just looking at it here. Yeah, three weeks since the final. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Like, as if it took that long. Off he goes. Finally. Uh, 
Mailman time? Yes. Read about it. Read about it. Read his mail. Ready. Well, I mentioned the Val Home stuff before. Obviously, uh, caught us all a bit off guard on Sunday. Mm. Um, he's meeting with the NRL today, talk about what happened or what, what didn't happen, that it was a prank gone wrong. Apparently, apparently that's what he's, uh, he's suggesting. Oh, he's gone down that path. Um, okay. And it's interesting because <laughs> because he's on holidays, Val. He doesn't um, – so the NRL has an illicit testing policy. They could test him potentially during the season if they, if they were worried yep. there was – some sort. I mean, Val's going to um, deny there were any illicit drugs involved and so on, which you, you would expect, and we're not suggesting there were. But um, during the season, they obviously have a testing program. Um, Val was actually on holidays when this happened. Once the season finishes, that program stops. So yeah. the NRL is powerless to sort of, um, if they wanted to test Val to, to make sure everything was kosher, they can, cannot do that. So, yeah, they can't test them while on annual leave. While on annual same leave. Same AFL, so same NRL. So Val's off limits from that perspective. But, um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure what can come out of this, really. You know, can I, he receive a strike? I, no, 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 I don't no, think he, he can. No. no. And, I mean, as I said, he's, uh, as we understand it, he's denying there was anything. It was just purely a prank. Um, you know, he posted on Instagram out of mistake. It was a mistake. It wasn't meant to go on there. Mm. Um and I'm sure that's, you know, what he's going to tell them today when he has his meeting with them. And, um, you know, it's interesting from another perspective. And I'm pretty sure Val's in the Mel's train-on squad for the Kangaroo Tour, uh, for the Tri-Nations Tour that's coming up. So whether Mel, I'd be interested to see what sort of view Mel takes of this because Mel's been um, pretty outspoken and pretty forthright about player behaviour. And mm. um, while you can argue, argue about what the photo involved, it's obviously brought the game to a little bit of disrepute. So, um, you know. There's a few things to play out there, but I, I think they want to get it over and done with pretty quickly. The Cowboys will, and I'm sure the NRL will. So I expect some sort of resolution this week on on that. And I, I, I actually expect it to fizzle out. To be honest, I don't think we're gonna, mm. it won't be like the Melbourne one um, from a couple of years ago. This one, I think, just get the sense this will fizzle out pretty quickly. Well, finals are on, so yeah, and they've been out like two, two amazing games of football. Yeah. Obviously, also complemented by two. Fantastic rugby league football teams, like yeah, they're the headlines. Yeah, mm. uh, well, speaking of one of those teams, Canberra obviously um, went out yesterday. It was Jack Whiten's last game for that club. Um, uh, so Canberra's been in the market for a five. I mentioned on this show a couple of weeks ago that they were talking to Ko Weeks, the young man, the young kid at Manly. He's played a bit of fullback there, but he has played five out for the New South Wales under sixteens and eighteens. He played alongside. Um, the likes of, uh, I think, Schuster and a few of those other guys in that rampant New South Wales team. I believe he's going down to Canberra this week um, to tour the facilities, meet with Ricky and so on and so forth. And if things go well, um, then I reckon it's only a matter of time before they announce that, that Manly let Kara Weeks go and he signs with the Raiders. And um, he'll be the short price favourite to to start next season at 5'8 for, for Canberra KO. And he's, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. There's big raps on him. Mm. Um, he was a really talented junior footballer. Uh, he's had a little bit of taste of first grade. Hasn't really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck. But um, I think Canberra pretty optimistic that, that he can resolve one of their big issues heading into next season, which is that number six jersey. So um, he's the he looks like he'll be the man. I know Jack Whiten didn't play six at the weekend, but he spent most of the year at six and, I think KO will be the man to fill that void next season. Um, a bit of movement, I reckon, at the Dolphins. You and Aiken has had a pretty good year um, up there. 
Uh, he's contracted for next year, but my understanding is he's on the radar of a few clubs at the moment, a few rival clubs. Uh, as I said, he's got a year to go. And I think um, if he can get get a longer-term deal somewhere else um, and he goes back to the Dolphins, there's a chance the Dolphins may... They want to keep him. They, they see a role for him next year. Obviously, Herbie Farmworth's going there, so he won't be in the starting side, but they see him as like an ideal utility guy on the bench, but I'm not sure they're willing to um, extend his deal at the moment beyond next year. So um, if his management come back to them in the off-season with a longer-term deal, then uh, they've got a decision to make. And the other big guy is a mate of yours, Luke Thompson. Um, now his commitment to the, the dogs are over. I reckon this might accelerate a bit, uh, his future, Jimmy. Um, I think we've mentioned it before, Dragons, Tigers, and there's a little bit of interest apparently from the Roosters. Now, obviously the Angus Crichton news has come out in the last 48 hours or so that he may he may leave at the end of the season depending on what um, happens with rugby. Um, if that happens, they've got to upgrade a couple of blokes, Terrell May, um, uh, Siwa Wong's an obvious one. They've got to upgrade those guys, but potentially if they get some money out of that deal with Angus leaving, then um, they may take a look at Luke Thompson. Well, that would be a... In, impressive um, middle rotation with Lenu, Collins, Hargraves, and Thompson. Mm. <laughs> Not bad, Andy. Not bad. Mm. Well, I think they might be. I think the others might be a bit, bit more firm in their interests. But um, you know, apparently there's been some conversations held. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Brent Reed, you've got to go because you've got to get go, to a press go conference. To the, I've got to go to the Roosters. You've got to go there. So sort Speak out to one of Triple M's finest, Luke Kerry. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Enjoy. Thank, Thank you, Reedy. James Graham. Thank, Thank you very you. much. And that was the Monday Scrum. Enjoy your footy this weekend. Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.